hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to our second installment of our Outlap Preview Podcast for this year's Supercarts USA Supernationals. My name is Rob Howden. That is David Cole below me. Uh, Nate Dean getting ready to roll in for the second half of our essentially preview show. Look at the entry list, little prediction action. Uh, the first one's already up on YouTube right now. Obviously, those of you who maybe have missed the first one, you can go back and see that. Uh, otherwise, the second here with another five categories that we'll have coming up for the event, which will take place next week at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The 26 running, David, uh, David of the uh, the Super Nationals. Uh, I've been to all 25, excited to get to number 26. It's going to be an interesting one. They just released the track today. So that's going to be a talking point for sure. Yeah, last night they uh, they popped it up on, on social media. We were able to share it this morning because I think I was actually in bed going through my phone when it popped up on social media. I know you were, Rob. Oh, you're yeah. old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 26th edition. Uh, you've been to all 25 previously. I started in 2004, so you got seven on me, which is good, plus an additional one that I missed because my son was born. So. That's it. Uh, but That's yeah. Timing. <laughs> it just, yeah, just it didn't, didn't work out in the scheduling. Uh, you know, not like karting today. Right. <laughs> Folks, this is the 65th edition of our EK and Outlap, our preview podcast. It always kicks off our trackside live coverage. Again, today is November the 2nd. We're getting set to go with this one here. We're going to talk about K100 Junior, X30 Junior, K100 Senior, X30 Senior, and of course, Pro Shifter as well. Today's show, though, presented by Sodi Racing USA. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Scusa Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the United States. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from mini karts to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. All right, guys, we weren't able to talk about it in the first show yesterday, primarily because, as David said, it didn't launch until last night. But uh, let's go around the horn a bit. David, let's talk about the track. What do, what do we got for corners? Maybe a thought on length? Obviously, we have no idea. All we saw was a diagram. Yeah, let me just stick to the basics. We have nine turns, uh, according to their diagram. Um Tight confines, a, a, a number of 180s, that, along with an S's section. Um, very long straightaway, uh, that includes a couple kinks coming into what will be a 180, uh, which is essentially the first turn. Um, so it's, it's kind of a, a take off what we've seen before and what we've had before with, with a long straightaway. But I think this one's going to be actually really long. Like I, you know, looking at Google map and trying to measure everything out without them giving us the actual details of the, of the track, because obviously they're still building it right now. Uh, looks like to be maybe a thousand foot straightaway if you include all the different kinks and in within it. Uh, so essentially, the last corner turn nine all the way to turn one could be about a thousand feet. Yeah, with the curve too. Like Nate, that's going to be interesting. If you if a guy's going to kind of be getting inside you all the way down to that corner, that it, that could pre present a bit of a problem with the curve all the way down the straightaway. Yeah, it's 
the track is definitely not what I thought it would be. It looks really fast and flowing almost if you've ever wanted to drive the Saudi Arabian Formula One circuit. But in the cart, this is going to be the closest thing <laughs> you're right. going to get to it. But that a thousand foot straightaway is really something that's going to probably be a talking point throughout the weekend. It seems like there is still a lot of passing opportunities. I know we talked in the last show about how the potential of it being tight and technical it will be. And while that kind of middle section does have those types of corners, it still should be fast and flowing and good for racing. I think it speaks, David, Nate, to kind of what they had to work with, right? We kind of see the way the track was kind of built in this way. Obviously, they didn't have a huge big rectangle to drop a track in. I, didn't, I haven't had a chance to look at the Google uh, the, or the, the, the maps on top to have a look down at it, like Google Earth to have a look. Uh, David, you obviously has. It looks like there, there really wasn't a lot to work with in terms of how they had to kind of to kind of lay out the track itself. Well, it's all based on what they're given, you yeah. know, and and where the paddock can be, where the track can be. Um, so a lot of that has to factor in of what you can build. And again, like I said from the beginning, they were when when they came out with the pit map, they're going to be limited in the amount of space that you can utilize for the racetrack. Now. To me, looking on the outside, not knowing exactly what it'll end up being until we get there. You get there Monday, we get there Tuesday. Um, it looks like it's going to be a defensive racetrack. It looks like guys are going to be able to run around maybe one or two spots where if you run defensive, it might hurt you. But if you have all these kinks in the straightaway, I mean, you just run to the inside. And, yeah, so it's making- and so there's only the one section that has a crossback, maybe the S part. Uh, that's going to be probably the slowest part of the racetrack, depending on how they build it again, too, because uh, we were talking off the air. It reminds me of some of the tracks we had at the Westgate or at the convention center. And then I think it was two years ago at the Rio when we had the the really tight section before leading onto the straightaway. So um, I think guys are going to be running defensive lines a lot, even in heat races. Um, and that's, you know, there's just not a lot of crossback because, when you have the track going from left to right, that's where you get the opportunities for people to dive in and make a, a better pass to where here, you just, especially shifter guys, they're going to just hold the inside line, I think, for a majority of the lap. And we're watching for pushback bumper penalties, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, does just shifter, I, I can't remember. If I don't think they do. do they? I, don't, I can't remember if they do or not. But yeah, I mean, I mean, especially for all the other categories, you know, you look at, you know, a lot of the mini drivers, they're they're already in defensive mode and in, in heat races that we've seen throughout the season. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you see it in all the different categories. So, Nate, let's go back to you again. We did this yesterday. We're kind of going to run through the event schedule as we did. We'll have a look, of course, uh, we'll talk about the weather a bit like we did at the start of the first uh, show. But let's have a look at the event schedule. A pretty a pretty basic approach to what Scoos has been doing over the five days of competition over the years past. Yeah, so starting things off, Wednesday, you'll have four rounds of practice. That'll be seven minutes each with uh, the last session sets up your qualifying group. Move on to Thursday, two rounds of practice, the first one being seven minutes, and then the second being the all-important 12-minute session. Uh, qualifying will be five minutes per group. Move on to Friday, that'll be your warm-up, and then two rounds of heats again. USA. Saturday, again, have a warm-up and then one round of heats and then the LCQs for the morning and the afternoon sessions. And then finally wrapping it up on Sunday with the warm-up session in the morning and then main events in the morning and afternoon. I think one thing we didn't bring up in the first show either was the morning and afternoon breaks, right? So in the morning, uh, the morning groups, group one, 
Uh, we'll have the K100 Junior class, K100 Senior, mm-hmm. K100 Master, and Micro Swift. And then in the afternoon sessions, Group 2 will be Mini X30 Junior, Master Shifter, X30 Senior, and Pro Shifter. I don't think we brought that up yesterday. I figured that would be a good idea. Yeah. So, so you know whether or not you have to be up in the morning or if you can sleep in. You're, you're, either, you're either staying up late and sleeping in or you're getting up early and going to bed early. Yeah, the K K one hundred master drivers. Yeah, they're stuck again in the morning session. So uh, it was originally scheduled for the PM, uh, but with the with the way they reordered things, they brought it back to the morning. So I, th- I think that's pretty much what it was last year, uh, if I recall correctly. It was all the KAs in the morning, and then they threw in Micro Swift as well. Uh, so yeah, they're it you know adding. So we're gonna have five categories in the afternoon. So. Those are going to kind of be the crazy time to be trackside to where, you know, K junior, K senior. Yeah, that was a little bit crazy. And of course, your master's guys are always wrecking on the opening corner, too. So <laughs> not, not, not that bad. Well, I was able to get through it. Let's see. It yeah. happened. The master's guy still did it. Trust me. It was a disaster. Uh, yesterday, we talked a lot about it being potentially in the 70s all week. I'm, I just had a look at my, my phone here right now. 70s earlier in the week, potentially into the mid to low 60s. I'm seeing on my phone for the weekend. So it could be a little cooler race weekend wise, as opposed to kind of the way the weather's kind of evolving moving into to next week. And I and the way where the track is set up again, it's outside the front straightaway, uh, just outside turn four of the Las Vegas Las Vegas Motor Speedway oval. Um, I think it's gonna get a lot of sun once the sun does rise. You know, obviously in the early mornings, I think it's going to be very chilly uh, because the sun's got to get above the speedway in order to hit the racetrack. It might hit the actual paddock area first before it hits the racetrack itself. So we'll kind of have to watch that during the morning hours. Good point. And then uh, when the sun sets, at least, um, you know, we'll be out in the sun. I don't think there's any blockage uh, in terms of the speedway or any buildings. So um, we should get full sun towards the end of the day. Um Depending on, you know, sunset time, like maybe we'll have some breaks in there as well, too. I don't think they're on the schedule as of right now. So we'll have to. Yeah. With that long straightaway. And if you're going directly into the sun with that long straightaway, again, looking at the way the map is and and the track layout is going to be the long straightaway is essentially going towards the sunset. So we may have to they may have to kind of go with the flow and 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 institute a, a sunset break, depending on 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 the time of day and again when it's setting because i don't even know what day what time it's supposed to set so right now it's like 5 43 in las okay. vegas and we're looking to be done at 5 40 so the way things are shaken for all the days will be done before the sun sets and one of the differences well, we, we had to have the sunset break at the rio because it was kind of coming down behind the rio so it was down earlier right we used to have like mid- well you got to remember when it's coming down, like you think, think about it, like road Atlanta in October was the same situation. You would go through the first corner and you're essentially going uphill and you're looking right at the sun as it's going down. So, so the angle of the sun is not good. So I think when you, I know Nate's like, this is too much. This is too much debrief. (laughs) Um, The way the, again, the way the, how low the sun is at this time of year, again, it's not very high. And so I think it's going to be a possible situation for the front straightaway. So I think we might at the end of the day, might, they might have to institute because if the sun's still up there and it's coming down and it's right in the guy's eyes down that long straightaway hitting 80, 90 miles an hour, they may, want to want to wait and put the lights on and, and go later. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that. 
Let's have a look at the numbers here. 527 pre-entries for this one here. Uh, not a record or anywhere near the record, but still a fantastic uh, turnout so far at 527, especially when we've lost one category in X30 Master. Uh, David, let's have a look. Uh, KA100 Junior, maybe the, the, the two, of, two of the big things to jump on. KA100 Junior, the biggest field we've seen for a Super Nationals. 85 drivers in that class. Man, making the main is going to be a feat for sure. Yeah, it's a record number for the junior category. We've never had a junior class this large be single speed or I believe even in the shifter ranks looking back at, at some of the old entry numbers back then. So this is going to be the largest junior field at the Super Nationals ever. So that's a it's an amazing feat. And again, K100 junior, that's been the category all season long. We've seen numbers in the 50s uh, everywhere we've been to. So that that's kind of it. Great to see X30 junior back and holding strong at 46. That's um that's that's a solid number, and we'll talk more about it. But I want to say it's thirty drivers in the junior category doing both categories, wow. so a lot of drivers doing double duty. Nate, we've seen uh, KA one hundred senior big all year long everywhere. It's not surprising that we're going to see seventy six drivers, a couple couple more than last year. Yeah, like you said, seventy six drivers, seventy four last year. But when you go back to <clears throat> 21, 93, so that was always <laughs> going to be a pretty hard number to beat. No class reaching that so far with the other senior categories 63 for x30 senior a bit of a dip as they had been at 87 for the past two years before that but we've seen a bit of a dip in x30 senior throughout all series between uspks and scusa yeah. between the the past year and then pro shifter uh holding pretty much the same from what we had last year 71 entries for the 2023 edition we had 73 last year and then going back to 2150 so overall uh, upward trajectory for pro shifter at the moment and 71 come on like uh, yeah. 63 in your two pro classes 63 and 71 that's those are great numbers for this event i think yeah i i looking at it 50 has been probably the maximum uh, yeah, so this is a record number. I even look at that until uh, just now. This is the most entries we've ever had in the headline category. Because even back in the old days when it was S1, uh, you had 60 or 50 drivers back at the Xplex, back in the early days in the in the, in the the top-level shifter card category. So 74, a new record for Supercarts USA. Is it, 70, is it 74 or 71? Oh, sorry. 74 was last year. Sorry. All right, so uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're right there, though. So close, yeah, yeah, close to another record. So last year was a record. That's solid. All right, folks, our first break in the action right now. When we get back after this, and we're going to jump right into it. We'll go KA100 Junior. We'll, of course, go through the kind of class itself. We'll talk about some of the names. And, of course, we'll give you our predictions to see who we think is going to make up the top five. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. 
you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Again, those of you watching here on YouTube, we're just kind of setting things up for the podcast as well. We'll have those commercials locked into our podcast, which will be available uh, early next week as well. Uh, back at it here again for the uh, Outlap podcast, the second of the two installments of this for this year's Supercarts USA Super Nationals, the 26th running of the event this year out of the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The track just rolled out last night by Supercarts USA. Very long, not a big, huge footprint. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. We mentioned already, though, 85 entries in the KA100 Junior category, sponsored by Avinco Tires. David, former winners include Stephen Miller, a driver who's looking to be good, see if he can go back-to-back. -back. Uh, Jerry Fletcher won back in 21. Brent Cruz in 2019. James Wharton in 2018 in this KA100 Junior category. We'll see if, if Miller has what it takes. He comes in as the Pro Tour champion, though, so I think obviously a bit of chip on his shoulder coming in. Yeah, well, I think the chip is because he didn't win it on the racetrack. He won it in a uh, in a after penalties, so didn't get to celebrate. Didn't get yeah. to see a couple of those last year. Uh, didn't get to celebrate the actual victory on the podium. Uh, got the trophy afterwards. So, I guess you could say that's kind of the chip. Uh, it's also an interesting season for him because he's moved from teams. He went from Chad Dock and Racing 
to recently just to Nash Motorsports aboard the EOS. So, um, but as you said, able to secure the Scusa Pro Tour Championship before that move uh, and was among the front runners in the United States Pro Car Series all season long in this category that, again, we've seen record record numbers across the board. So um, to be able to do that against the big numbers, big fields and uh, and strong competition is solid. Both drivers behind him in the points, Max Taylor and Ernesto Rivera moved up to the senior category. Keegan Kaminsky coming home in fourth and Alex Mercado rounding out the top five in the points. David, you mentioned just one KA100 Junior Super Nationals winner in the field, which is? Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller, right? Will he, <laughs> will, he, will, he go, will he go back to back? We'll see on the predictions in a second. But but three former Super Nationals winners. David, you got the notes down. Who are we have for the, who have actually won before? Uh, three former winners. You got Enzo Vidmontien. Uh, a mini, uh, mini Swift winner back. Uh, da, 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 trying to figure out my get my notes right. Twenty twenty one, and then last year's Micro Swift winner, uh, Jackson Gibson, making jump. the jump from Micro just one year two K one hundred junior. Uh, so this is his first official start. I know he's been doing a lot of testing uh, in Europe and at home in the junior cart, but ran mini all season long. So uh, so at ten years old moving to K100 Junior. So we'll have to kind of get more information on that from Supercar USA. He's not the only 10-year-old. I think there was another uh, in the field looking, looking, and can't find it right now. So <laughs> uh, nine, nine different countries represented in the field, uh, 26 coming from outside the, the United States, 26 drivers. So again, looking at that somewhere right around the you know, 30%, 33% mark. Uh, all told, a pretty good field of drivers, David. Let's, uh, do we, do we want to roll with our predictions first then come back and look at the entry entry list? Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's roll with the flow. Uh, I had the uh, the best predictions last year. So again, I get the the first dibs at uh, showing the uh, my predictions for this year. I'll go over the score last year looking at it. I got one. It was, it was um, what's that? I said, I, I got, there's one class where I'm going first. Yeah, there is one class. Yeah, there is yeah. one class. But this one, we actually did terrible. We all did. I was the only one who had a top five finisher. One really? top five finisher. Both yourself and Nate had zero. So, wow. uh, so yeah, it, was, it wasn't hard to kind of. Impressive, Nate. You were impressive. Yes, yeah, so you guys were very <laughs> impressive. Uh, so here is my prediction for KA100 Jr., uh, I got to go with the flow. Augustus Toniolo uh, won at Rock Vegas. I think he's going to come in after racing in Europe all season long and be able to show the way here um, at the Super Nationals. It's not his first time racing at the Super Nationals as uh, he's he was in the uh, uh, in was fifth in this category last year. So he's the only, one of the only few drivers returning. Of course, him and Stephen Miller. Uh, from the podium last year. Uh, Enzo Vidmontien, we talked about it, former winner at Super Nationals, does very well. He's had three top 10 finishes over the last three Super Nationals, finished seventh last year in this category in his in his junior race or rookie race uh, in the category. So I put him up to second, Stephen Miller in third. Um, again, he's been good all season long, no doubt about it, won the championship. I just I just don't see him coming out on top. I, I, I think Tony Olo is going to be just very dominant in this category. Uh, and then I have in fourth place, Oliver Weldon. Uh, Weldon's making his second start in the category at the Super Nationals with the DNF last year, but has shown really fast all season long. I just think he's going to methodically keep himself 
in the hunt. I don't think he's going to be one of the quickest. I think he's just going to stay out of trouble and find his way onto the podium in fourth. And then my wild card is Christian Cameron. We haven't heard much of Christian uh, throughout the 2023 season. We know he was at the, the uh, Challenge of the Americas, but he finished 10th last year. So certainly has the ability to to be there and be in contention. And again, with 85 drivers, there's a lot of different combinations. And again, I'm trying to think of what you guys are going to pick and, and who's going to be fast. And so this is my top five uh, for this year's Super Nationals K100 Junior. All right, looking good. All right, what's uh, Nate Dean's up next? He and I obviously got zero last year, so hopefully we're trying to change that trend <laughs> coming, in, coming into 2023. Nate, what do you got? So, like we've said, Stephen Miller being very consistent throughout 2023 with him making the move from Chad Dawkins Racing on the Kart Republic going to Nash Motorsports. He seemed like he's found a little bit of his pep in his step a little bit after that move. So, I think he'll be strong for 2023 in the Super Nationals. I have uh, him to win as I'm going to pull my list up here just in a second yeah i have steven miller taking the win there coming in second for me isaac malkiewicz who's been very consistent uh this year his first full campaign in ka 100 junior category and the well the junior division to begin with so i think he'll do good as well diego ardiles for rpg cosmic i think will be in there in third austin olds has been strong throughout uspks and route 66 and whatever races he's run didn't have the best of luck at rock vegas this year with his engine blowing um on friday and then having to move up to senior and then alex mercado like we said who got in the top five four points at supercars usa pro tour this season i think he'll be that wild card for ka junior yeah i like it that's uh david he, he shook it up on you a little bit there's a couple new names in there and and like you know, looking at it, I could have easily put those five into my top five because those are all solid drivers. Yeah. You know, Austin Olds is probably the more experienced driver out of the field compared to Vidmontian and Miller. Uh, he's the elder of the category, as you said. Ran senior at the Rock Vegas event uh, after an engine issue. He's ran senior at a couple other events as well too. So uh, I just bad luck seems to follow him. So I, that's why I, I, that's the only reason I kept him out of my top five. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him rooting for Alex Mercado. I think he's going to be quick as, as well as uh, Diego Ardiles and, and Malkit as well. It's a good one. All right. I like, I like that he went in a different direction. That's for sure. Uh, you and I are more alike, I think to a certain extent, David, because I roll in with Steven Miller uh, coming out with the win. I'm thinking just the success he's had all year long, another year here. Like I said, the focus I wanted to try to win on the racetrack. You mentioned that, David. But Steven just had such a strong season. I'm going to put Steven Miller P1. I, I'm, I'm with you that Augustus Toniolo will be in the fight. I have no doubt he's going to be in the middle of the strap as well. Turner Brown's a young kid that has really impressed me throughout the 2023 season. He's really come up big uh, with the team that he runs with. A lot of big support coming out of that crew at Speed Concepts Racing. And I just feel like this will be his – I think he has the momentum coming in where he's going to be really good out of the gate. You mentioned how Weldon's been always there. Even though he's one of the young uh, – you know, on the younger side of this category, he is so unbelievably focused on the track. We see him in the top five, top six on a regular basis. He, he eventually comes up you know, to the lead at one point. He knows how to go to the front, and he really knows how to handle himself. I like, this, I like the racecraft we've seen out of Oliver. 
uh, this year, really kind of, you know, biding his time and kind of picking his spots and kind of seeing the race play out. That's what I've seen out of him. And last but not least, I'm going with Keegan Kaminsky uh, in P5 right now. Kaminsky, the, one of the reasons why I kind of went with him, of course, one of the drivers for GFC Karting and Formula Works, top four, as we know, in the championship points. We mentioned that already. So he's been a front runner throughout the season. He was strong last year. So he's done this class before at the Super Nationals, was 11th last year. So I figured this year would be his move forward. So I'm, I'm moving Kaminsky into the top five. So I like the fact that we're not all up, um, up on top of each other with the same same picks. This is this is going to be an interesting one. Someone's going to come up on top for sure. This isn't one of these ones where we're going to have like a stalemate, I think. No, it looks good. You know, Miller, you, you both have Miller winning. So that'll, that'll help me in the points if he doesn't. <laughs> uh, uh, and again, yeah, Turner Brown, great, great selection. Uh, so that's kind of your and him and Kaminsky. Are, are kind of the two that are different from both me and Nate. So, uh, I, again, there's 85 drivers in this field, and we could have picked any of them. Yeah. And these are all good combinations, and, and there's probably a bunch more we could have added uh, into into the mix there uh, that could have been in, in a top five contender and still can be. You know, that's the thing. We're, again, these are just – educated guesses based on our, our passion and love for the sport of car. That, that's it, man. Like you, we, we've got drivers that we've seen be good this year, right? You, you know, David mentioned Kristen Cameron already, but Chase Basaglia has had a really good year as well, right? He's a kid that's kind of come up and won, won some races. You think about uh, a Jackson Woldy who's become a front runner. You know, Peyton Westcott has been, the young lady out of California has been stepping up. You know, she's qualifying top 10, top five on a regular basis. Dave? There's a bunch of Canadians in there, Rob. You didn't pick a single one. I mean, you got Jensen Burnett coming in to race. You got Nathan Dupuis, Ty Fisher. Those are some Canadians yes. uh, that yep. have the opportunity to be top 10, if not top five as well, too. All of those drivers. Exactly that. That's why at 85, I think I texted you when I was when I was trying to pick my, my message up and said, this is so hard right now. I spent, I spent a long time picking these, and I should have just went in and just did it and got it done, but I, I spent a couple hours doing that's, it. That's what I did. So, Nate... You made your top five. Who do who did you leave out that you think uh, that we haven't maybe mentioned that you think could be could be a contender uh, next weekend? About 25, 30 drivers. <laughs> so you don't want to narrow it down to a couple, just I'm 25, 30. Perfect. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I had I went through the entry list and I just put a little red highlight over the team that was next to the driver and thought about the season, went through I'm like, okay. Shouldn't be that many and look through them um, like 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. Like, oh, <laughs> damn. But like, there's so many. I didn't put Turner Brown on mine for KA. He's been really strong more towards the X30 side of things. So we'll talk about that in a little bit when we come to X30. But I think you guys really touched on, you know, the main contenders that will be could be fighting for that podium. I mean, it's just the thing that you can see in KA Senior or X30 Senior that there are going to be 20 or 30 drivers that can compete for that podium and for that top 10 that weekend. I think I got I got a few more. I All right, Dave. What else you got? We haven't talked about Jackson Wolney. I think he's I just did. certainly... I just did. Okay, sorry. I missed that. Uh, Landon Skinner. Didn't talk about Landon, yeah. Landon, the Texas, along with uh, Diego Giat. Uh, he's come on really strong towards the end of the season. Uh, so he could be, a, he, uh, he could be another driver that we talk about, uh, Nick's Eggleston, the, yeah. uh, the challenge in America's champion. Um, he's great in the single speed stuff been really well. Uh, so he could be another one as well. So those are kind of some names and then truly Adams, that's another name as well too. Uh, 
nearly won the uh, Tillotson T4 Nations Cup that actually went to Chase Biscaglia. Uh, so Team USA uh, doing really well over there. But and a uh, Pro Tour winner this year, right? And, yeah, but Adams is a Pro Tour winner. So, uh, so yeah, that's, again, a lot of different winners on the season, a lot of different names that have the ability to be up front. So I guess Nate, I think Nate's in the, in the right mix. There's about 30 drivers with the chance of not only finishing on the podium, but maybe even winning the thing. That's it. All right, folks, let's uh, go to our, a break here right now. When we come back, we'll head into X30 Junior. That is it for K100 Junior. Stay tuned. X30 Junior up next. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Kart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. 
Welcome back to part two of our EKN Outlap, our preview podcast for this coming uh, next week's actually Supercarts USA Super Nationals number 26. This show brought to you by Sodi Racing USA. Myself, David Cole, and Nate Dean here rolling through the categories, also giving us our, uh, the predictions. X30 Junior up next, brought to you by Speed Lab Racing Engines. 46 entries in total in X30 Junior. Uh, of course, winner, winning last year, Ernesto Rivera, chased by his teammate Caleb Gaffera the entire time. That was kind of the breakout last year for Rivera, winning in this category. Uh, Jeremy Fletcher coming home as the winner a couple of years ago. James Wharton, Jeremy Fairburn, Jack Crawford, and Tyler Gonzalez, the most recent winners, uh, at least of the X30 Junior, David. It was Tag Junior back in the day. And again, we mentioned this yesterday. Look at some of these names. Logan Sargent, now a Formula One racer, won in 2014. Lance Stroll, Formula One racer, won in 2012. George Russell, Formula One racer, won in 2011. Uh, and then you go back to guys like Jake Dennis and Felipe Fraga. Um, this, this, this category, we, we've drawn a lot of Formula One drivers, uh, future Formula One drivers, uh, to this event. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll continue to do that. But man, this, this one here, particularly stacked in terms of the archive. Yeah, it, going back to tw 2008 when the tag junior category was implemented into uh, the Super Nationals, they obviously had junior classes before that with Jika one year and ADCC junior shifter in the same year, won by Connor De Felipe, one, one of the only few drivers to double win in a weekend. And it was Jeremy Fletcher who was able to duplicate that, uh, winning both X30 junior and K100 junior in the same year in 2021. The last time we were at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So. What, ch what chassis was Dave Felipe on? In which uh, I believe when he won Jika and eighty Junior. I believe they were both KR KRT. KRTs. Yeah. So well done. I don't, don't don't Okay. Who? Okay. What what <laughs> what chassis did he win wow. when he won S one? Wow, you're spicy. What chassis did he win when he was in S one? I have no uh, uh, CRG. There you go, because you better, because it was just shown on a graphic they <laughs> that's, shared that's true, uh, that's recently. True. So, yeah, that's I was going to say, you better know that. Easy, um, but, yeah, so the interesting part about this category, we have no former winners in the field. So we're going to have, I believe, what is going to be the 15th different winner in this category. That's wild. Which is just phenomenal. I mean, yeah. that I mean that alone speaks for the for the, for the the junior racing out of the Super Nationals itself, is to have 15 different winners. Uh, over 15 editions of the Super Nationals. So there are two former winners in the field. We'll get into that a little bit later uh, when we kind of talk more about drivers. Um, there's only six drivers who are graduating from the mini class racing in this division this year. So it's strange. We we think there's there's probably more, but there's only six drivers who actually raced mini Swift last year that are racing X30 Junior this year. So I think a lot more of them are in the K100 Junior category rather than this. So uh, so that's an interesting note. We have um, 16 drivers representing 11 different countries. Or, or, yes, 10 different countries, 11 in total countries represented with the United States. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, 30 different drivers doing double duty. So also racing K100 Junior as well. So that's, that's more than half the field. Uh, so a lot of them are going to have the opportunity to have that morning session, figure out the racetrack figure out the settings sure. and, and move forward in the afternoon, especially on Wednesday and be fast right away. So expect to see a lot of those double duty drivers at the top of the charts Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. And, and think about that too. We're going to get a really good look on Wednesday, right? The very, the very first couple of sessions there, who's going to be fast. Cause you know, 
you said 30 of the 46 have already going to have four sessions yeah. already in the book. So those guys are going to unload and get rolling. Let me, and they'll and, be rubber and, down. And think about it. When, Wednesday morning, the morning sessions, all those guys are doing is cleaning the racetrack for the afternoon, essentially. So, yeah, um, so if, if you're not double duty, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Uh, but again, really the rubber doesn't start going down until, until Thursday. All right, let's roll into the predictions. David, you uh, won this one last year. Yes, uh, last year, X30 Junior. We actually tied, Rob, so we both had three points. Why didn't you give it to me first? Because I won overall. So, again, the tiebreaker goes to me because I won overall. That's how this, this system works. If you don't like it, you're more than welcome to, to do the system yourself. No, you're, you're good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, we both had three drivers in the top five. Nate had two drivers in the top five. So I think this category we had pretty, pretty figured out last year. So it was probably one of the better ones that we had uh, overall on the event. Um, so yeah, I'll get into my predictions now. And I have Turner Brown taking the victory. I Woo! think uh, he's been the shocker. He's been the shocker on the season uh, coming up with a victory in his debut at the Scusa Summer Nationals at Newcastle and then winning at the USPKS event, making him the August driver of the month. I think the momentum's on his side. I think he and the Speed Concepts Racing have this, this package figured out, and uh, it's working great. He finished ninth last year in mini. I see no reason why he can't go right out and win it this year uh, right away. Uh, I have Augustus Toniolo finishing in the second spot. Again, we talked about him in K100 Junior. I have him winning that race. I have him finishing second in this. So, But... He has the ability to win both as well, along with Turner Brown, uh, to be to match that Connor Day Felipe and uh, Jeremy Fletcher record of winning two races in the same Super Nationals. So, uh, Jackson Wolney, driver we talked about just recently in K100 Junior, I think he's really good in the X30 side of things. Uh, was a top five championship finisher in Scusa and USPKS. So. I think he's got the ability to be there and especially working with Turner Brown under the SCR tent. Uh, I think that'll be a good mix, but then you got to throw in the RPG guys again, Augustus Tomliolo racing RPG along with Diego Ardiles. He's come on late as well too. I've seen a lot of good things out of him. He was able to win at the, uh, the last round of the USPKS event. Uh, so again, this is something he finished sixth in this category last year. Why not? Bit, finish a little bit more this year and then rounding out my top five is uh international driver uh gia mateo rousseau the junior rookie driver is uh is moving up into this category this year so he's one of those six drivers that uh is moving from mini to x30 junior um rousseau was a uh, has been a very fast competitor here in the united states oh i was on the wrong entry list that's why i couldn't find my notes <laughs> um uh, racing under the Trinity Karting Group on the Kart Republic. If we know anything, the Kart Republic brand is very running really well. Um, he ran third place in mini last year, was seventh place in the Micro Swift the year before. I see no reason why he can't be up front right away and getting on the podium in his first Super Nationals in X30 wow. Junior. Big. Big. All right. <clears throat> you got to go big. It's super, yeah, why super not? Come on now. It's super Nats. All, All right. right. Let's roll to mine. I'm next. No, right? Nate's next. Nate's next. I thought we were yeah. tied. Well, oh, right. yeah, yeah. I might, I might, I wrote that wrong. That's fine. I'll go, no, I'll go, go with you. Nate. No worries. No, we'll go you. All right. There we go. All right. So, got some of the same names in there. Not all of them. 
Uh, Augustus Toniolo, again, I just think, uh, I, I, I said it before for the uh, the KA juniors, I think he is going to be a beast all weekend long. I worked with the guys at Rawlison Performance Group last year, so I know how they handled their driver debriefs and going over data. It's pretty impressive. And Toniolo, I, I had, even though I was working with Ben Cooper and Chase Denmark last year, essentially as our driver coaches of the Masters categories, I spent some time watching you know, Ryan Norberg and, and, the, and the guys over there working with the juniors. And they, they push those kids hard. And I think that uh, Tony Yellow coming off the win at Rock Vegas is going to be big for him. Uh, getting that feel for running on, you know, attempt circuit. I think he's going to be great out of the box. You mentioned Enzo Vidmontien, David, as well. Uh, Vidmontien was ninth last year. Perfect opportunity for him now to step up into the top five. Diego Ardiles as well. You, we mentioned the same thing. He was sixth last year. So, you know, I see him jump his way up. Jackson Woolley's been very impressive to me as well uh, with SCR. So I put Jackson in fourth. And although Stephen Miller has been the dominant factor, I think, in KA100 Jr. throughout the season, kind of got bested by Ernesto Rivera most of the year uh, in the the X30 Jr. category. I still think he's going to be in the fight. I see him coming home at least somewhere inside the top five, right, to get the points I need. But for the official position, I I slotted him into P5. But I I think Tony Olo is going to go away with the win here. That's interesting. Not a bad call. Not a bad call at all. And again, those are five drivers I could easily have in my top five as well. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's transfer over to Nate's uh, predictions now. Yeah. So going with the same as what you said, David, for who will, I think at least will be on the top step come hey. Sunday. Turner Brown has been <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> very impressive in his junior debut. Uh, this season, of course, crossing the line first in many last year, but getting that penalty post-race, you could see when you were down there, and Rob, you were interviewing him, so he definitely saw this, just the emotion and what that meant to him, obviously, before that. So for him to have this momentum now in this X30 Junior category and for him to have this redemption arc that he's going to want, I think he'll take the top spot. Toniolo is another impressive driver in the past couple of weekends that i've been focusing on him with him on the rpg cosmic he's been very quick and i think he'll definitely be on the podium in x30 junior diego ardila is another rpg cosmic i have in third who's like david has said really con in the second half of the season for them he looks like he should be impressive super nationals oliver weldon I will have in fourth. He was mentioned in KA Junior. I'll have him in X30 Junior. He's been pretty quiet when it comes to race weekends for him. He's not really the aggressor. He just waits for everything to fall his way and then take the position when he gets it. I think he'll be fourth. And then Enzo Vidmontian, another one of the drivers who started off the season on a chassis and has moved about mid-season to early season to a different one. I think he will be rounding out the podium for X30 Junior. So interesting, guys. I think all told, we split eight different drivers based on what I put here on my thing. So so we've got, there are some similarities, but total of eight drivers we have uh, collectively posted potentially within the top five. There are a lot more, David, as we said. You even said with mine that you could have, we could have picked all of them. I think the same with Nate's. We could easily have picked Nate's. But it's the same guys we talked about in juniors, in the, in the uh, X, uh, KA rather, right? A Jensen Burnett could be a driver who steps up. Nathan Dupuis or Nix Eggleston, Ty Fisher, Diego Giault. You know, I'm just looking at guys at kind of the top of the uh, the top of the entry list right now. As you can keep going down, there are drivers you could expect to potentially see up front, like an Alex Mercado. 
uh, you know, Nate picked him in the KA junior category. You've got uh, drivers like Charlie Smith. You've got some other drivers that could potentially work their way up. And again, I, I mentioned Peyton Westcott in the, uh, the KA class as well. So she could be in there as well. There's lots of really good drivers. Again, it's coming out of the gate. Are you strong? Is your team strong? You know, do you have all the, everything you need to perform at the biggest race of the year? Yeah. And I mentioned earlier, you know, there were only what I say, 16 drivers from outside the USA. Well, 10 of them are Canadian. So I think that's the one thing we're kind of missing is a lot of the international stars coming over. Cause as we went through some of the older past winners, it was a lot of international stars that came over and were competitive. Brazil, Australia. Yeah, exactly. And all yeah. the Europeans. So I think maybe, I don't know if it's because of the age shift because, you know, FIA carding has a lower uh, range for senior racing. So maybe because they move up right away, uh, to the senior category that, you know, they don't, they don't look at coming to the super nationals because they're so focused on the okay program over there. So I don't know if that's part of the reason or not, but I, you know, I think that we're, we're, that's where we're, what we're missing. I think right now in this category is, is some of the big international junior stars coming over to racing in this category. Even if you look at just American drivers who are racing over there, you know, there's no Vivek Canton, there's no Jack Eiliff coming to race the Super Nationals. So um, maybe they just race so much over there that they just, it's out of the budget to come back to the USA and race the Super Nats. I think you're bang on with the age shift too. Some of these drivers you know, are already coming up into the senior categories when they could be still in their last year of junior. That's what we saw with the guys like George Russell and some of those guys yeah. that had come over to, to run here as well. But bottom line is, this is going to be another fantastic group of drivers in this category. What, 46 strong in this class? Uh, all right, let's go from KA or X30 Junior up into the KA100 Senior class. When we get back after this quick break, we will again jump into KA100 Senior, 76 strong. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Motor mounts. They keep your engine attached to your chassis, right? The answer is, they're much more important than that. Your motor mount is critical in transferring 100% of the power from your engine through to your tires and the racetrack. You need this to get on the podium each and every time you race. Odenthal Racing Products is here for you, providing the best motor mounts on the karting market today. All designed to make sure you're using all the horsepower you pay for. 
Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience in providing products with unmatched quality and value for our racing community. The Pro Series mount for two cycle engines, which is available in zero, five, and eight degree inclinations, provides a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a minimum without adding too much weight to your setup. The four cycle easy set system is one of the most popular mounts for the Briggs & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, our ORP wedge clamps get the job done. And they feature a number of design updates to provide a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28 mil to 32 mil in both standard and Euro style sizes. And now, Odenthal has also revolutionized the karting industry with its new EasyGP camera mounting system. Designed to mount anywhere on your chassis with one or two cameras, the ORP EasyGP camera mount is your solution to capture that onboard winning moment. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, proudly made in the USA. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American-made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American-made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American-made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. Welcome back to this second installment of our Outlap Preview Podcast for next week's Supercarts USA Super Nationals. Rob, David, and Nate here for you as we get rolling in things. Uh, two classes down, three still to come. Essentially, the three big dogs left to go. KA100 Senior will be represented by or presented by RLV at this year's Super Nationals. 76 drivers. We mentioned Europeans coming over. We saw a lot of that last year. Thomas Stolz-Hermandis was able to come through and, and walk away with a pretty impressive win, the Latvian scoring the victory last year. He was very strong all weekend long. Brandon Lemke, a driver who was able to come back and get a victory that he needed. Paulie Massimino, a winner. And, of course, Stephen Barros uh, was the winner of the very first year of the uh, uh, KA100 senior category back in 2018 on uh, a cart he had, what, driven all year long? Was it, was it a used cart he bought? I can't remember. It was a fantastic story for Stephen Barros to come out and get that win. Uh Championship-wise, on the season, we saw a really great battle between Aiden Levy and Colin Lloyd throughout the entire six rounds of the Pro Tour. Levy ended up uh, grabbing that win in the championship, but then from there went on went back to school. So hasn't been doing a lot of racing. Henry Wheeler, third. Harley Keeble, the Sony Kart driver, starting late. He ended up in the fourth spot. And Josh Campbell rounding out the top five. David, lots of notes for this category in terms of drivers from out of the country, past winners. Roll out some notes for us here. Let's start with a big number. We'll go from the big all the way down. 32 drivers with no Supernationals experience. So that's kind of just going through some of the past results 
and you look out a field of 76, nearly half have never raced at the Super Nationals wow. or or I don't have results for them at the Super Nationals. So that's that's a kind of a big number to, to, to look at. We do have 13 drivers from outside the United States, nine drive representing nine different countries uh, in the in the field. Nine drivers are graduating from the junior class last year into the senior category this year. So very similar to what we saw in X30 junior as well. So low, lower number. I thought it would be more than, than that, but possibly just that's just how the numbers fall. Uh, four different super national winners are in this field, including two former winners in the K100 senior category. That includes Brandon Lemke and Paulie Massimino. So 2019 and 2021 winner. Uh, both in the field. Ironically, Lemke was the provisional winner when Massimino actually took the victory, and then Lemke was able to score the victory the last time we were at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So uh, those are two kind of interesting stories to follow uh, as we head to uh, the Super Nationals this year. Agreed. Let's have a look at our predictions right now, then we'll have a look at the rest of the entry. David, of course, kicking everybody's ass last year, so he once again will lead it off. <laughs> it's not, it's just, you know, it wasn't I kicked everybody's ass. It was just, I, I I had just little advantages here and there, including this category. I actually selected the third place finisher correctly, which was, I believe, Frankie Mossman in third. So I had two drivers in the top five, including picking, selecting the third place finisher correctly. So that gave me five points to Rob's two. And while Nate only had one driver in the top five. So you guys need to improve on that. <laughs> we will this year. We're coming. All right, Cole. Well, well, this is, this is the bar that is set. This, this is my predictions coming in uh, to this event. And I'm going with the, the, the pow, the flow, the flow, or however you say that color. <laughs> it's fluorescent. So flow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, choose the flow. Choose the flow with Oliver Hodgson. The British driver was really good in this category last year. Probably had the ability to win. It just kind of fell out of his hands there uh, in the closing stages of the race. He ended up finishing in the fifth spot. I ha he's just really good in the hundred cc stuff. There's just something about it. You know, we have those drivers like the Lampkeys and and those who came up through the ranks in the hundred cc stuff. They just love it, and so. I decided to put Hodgson first, Brandon Lemke second, Paulie Massimino third. Those, I think, Lemke, Massimino, they are the most experienced drivers in this field in 100cc racing. I see no reason why not to pick these two into the top five. You know, Lemke, again, former winner, ended up finishing. Oh, I got my uh, my roster all messed up, so I'll get to that later. But uh, um, Lemke, again, former winner, Massimino, former winner. Uh, I think these three drivers are kind of going to – they're going to take charge and kind of show show the muscle, be the experienced drivers that they are. Uh, there's no doubting the talent that is in Ernesto Rivera. The Mex driver from Mexico just literally dominated the junior ranks all season long and is now moving up into the senior division for the end of the season. Uh, it's no, it's no, there's no doubt the talent's there. I think he's going to be fast. I think he has the ability to even put put it in at the top of the timesheets in qualifying. But uh, again, racecraft, I think experience at the Super Nationals takes you a little bit further. And so he's going to come up, just come up short uh, in trying to get that victory and kind of get a, a repeat victory off his X30 Junior victory last year. Finishing in the fifth spot, Alex Stanfield. Uh, the Texan has been really good in this category as a, as a uh, champion last year. Ran a limited schedule this year, but every race he's gone to, he's been fast. 
Um, Stanfield is uh, finished in the sixth spot last year. So I have him actually finishing on the podium this year. And so that is my top five. David Cole rolling it out. Pretty impressive. I like it. Obviously, listen, obviously strong names, right? A couple of guys that have won the race before, guys that have won big races. This is, it's a, it's a stack. This is a, this is a VIP all-star show right there with five drivers. I, I've got a couple of the same drivers. Let's have a look at mine now, David. Let's see how things shake down. You and I both choosing wow. the flow. Comp wow. cart on top. I picked uh, Oliver Hodgson as well. There's wow. just a. You couldn't let me have the glory. You had to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> just not, did you not steal the glory from both Nate and I last year? Are you uh, hogging the glory? Oh, good point. Yes, exactly. I got I got Oliver Hodgson up top as well. It was tough for me. There's, there's a couple of guys in the hunt here. You can see that we have a couple of the same guys, Hodgson, Rivera, and Stanfield. Uh, Harley Keeble, uh, he's just got such a fire in his belly. And you watch him on the racetrack, and he mm-hmm. hangs it all out there. He, he races like he's still in Europe, running in Europe. And I think that takes uh, – you know, some people have a point of contention with that. He drives hard and is aggressive. And if there's a gap, he, he'll go for it, especially. And I didn't pick this, obviously, knowing the racetrack, the way this racetrack is going to be. Aggression could be one of the things that separates the front from the back. So uh, I put Harley Keeble in second, Ernesto Rivera. I feel the same way. Again, a, a driver with blinding speed, but still learning the senior ranks. And remember, he started the season, did, did, a, did the season in junior, and then late in the run did a, you know, at the U.S trophy final for Rotax making the move to senior. So learning what it's like to race in senior and running at senior in the Supernats is definitely different than running in junior. Last year, Rivera was kind of able to pull away from Gaffera and kind of run around by himself for the main event. So really didn't have to get his elbows up for a race win. So that's the other part of it. Frankie Mossman's just been really good. And I know that Frankie's getting ready to kind of cap off his karting career and focus more on what he's doing in the USF Pro Championships. But uh, man, anytime you roll Frankie out of the Supernats, you know he's going to be a guy up front. So I, I'm I'm thinking he's going to get to the top five. You mentioned uh, that he had a good run last year, David, as well. Did uh, did Frankie Mossman? We'll see yeah, he whether finished, or not. finished third last year. Exactly. So will that happen again for him? Is a good possibility, right? That he'll be in the hunt. And then, of course, I'll just echo your statements on Stanfield. Hasn't raced as much. Did a little bit of uh, Miata racing, I think, as well this year. But anytime he rolls out, especially in a KA, you've got to put your money some of your money at least spread some around on Alex Stanfield because he can win wherever he goes. He's just become that kind of driver right now. So there's my five Hodgson, Keeble, Rivera, Mossman, and Stanfield. Can I, can I make a quick note? Of course you can. Had I seen this track layout, I probably would have picked Keeble. <laughs> See? See? Yep. yep. There you go. All right, Nate, let's see. Uh, let's see who your top five are. So I'm going to take both of your guys' fifth picks, move them up to the top spot. (laughs) Alex Stanfield was very impressive last season, along with Christian Miles, who I have down in fifth, but we'll get to them. Those two are very quick last year. Of course, both of them not really doing full campaigns, doing uh, more focused on car stuff with Alex, more focused on the Miatas, Christian doing a lot of dirt racing. But like we said, Alex is just so quick whenever he gets in a cart, whether it's at USPKS or the Texas Sprint Racing Series this season. He was very, very impressive. Speaking of that, the Brent Harley Keeble in second again with this track layout, I think with his European driving style and how aggressive he is, he should be up there. Um, 
very, very quick on one lap pace as well. So on a track where you're going to have to defend quite a lot, having a good qualifying session that Keeble might and probably will be able to do will be very much key. Oliver Hodgson, uh, taking him down a couple steps. He's obviously incredibly talented and maybe didn't have the luck he wanted last year at the Super Nationals, especially in the X30 Senior Still think he's going to be quick and a contender. Have him third. Uh, Brandon Lemke was the last driver to win KA 100 senior when we went to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I have him fourth. And then Christian Miles, again, one of the drivers who hasn't done a full campaign in karting this season, but who is still very, very talented behind the wheel. I have wrapping off my podium. Uh, yeah. So Nate's, uh, I like it. Taking a swing for the fences there. I don't think it's a, a big swing either. I, I mentioned that you have to put some money on Alex there. I think again, guys, it looks to me counting them up. I think we're again at eight different drivers that we've picked. Yeah, his, his, yeah. his wild card is Christian miles. Cause I don't have any of the other four. You have some of the other four as well. Yeah. So, yeah. um, going back to us again, um, miles is a great selection because he's certainly talented. He, he was, he was leading the, the USPKS championship at one point this year and then decided to step away from karting. Uh, coming back, he's going to race with Race Lab and TV Cart. So that's the only question I have. How quick can he come to grasp with the, the different cart? Uh, obviously, you put him in anything, dirt car and carts, he's going to find a way to be fast. So I don't doubt that. Again, just, you know, that's one of the reasons why I kept him off my top five or maybe because I want him to finish in the top five and not <laughs> give him the bad jute and mojo. So uh uh, well, so David, pinky up, pinky up for Christian Miles. Race Lab's got a couple of good drivers coming over from Europe as well, right? In Ariel yeah. Elkin and uh, Ellie. What's Ellie's last name? Goldstein. Goldstein. So there's yeah. going to be a couple of really good guys that know that product with him. So which I think that's. I just I'm going to lay that towards the side of Christian. He's got some guys with him that are going to help that TV car product. Yeah, that'll certainly help. So if if he can get up to pace real quick and understand what the cart's doing, and then once the rubber goes down, what to do with it. Uh, and he's got the, the knowledge there to be able to do it. Hopefully that'll, that'll help move him and keep him up towards the front. Um, Sandfield to win it. You know, again, that's, that's a good pick. Um, I, that could easily happen. I, I'm, I'm just upset that you pick Hodgson as well. <laughs> Should have went somebody else now, but it is what it is. Uh, but there's a lot of other drivers. I mean, again, this is a big field. A lot of other drivers that have the ability. Let, let, let's talk about some rookies because we did talk about Ernesto Rivera. Uh, he's coming in as a as a rookie. You got Hayes, Jesus Vasquez Jr., senior yeah. rookie. He's done really well uh, racing, winning in Texas, winning in California, winning pretty much wherever he's gone. Um, so he could be one of the quick ones to watch. Privateer Eli Warren. Uh, he finished. Uh, he's making his Super Nats debut, but he's been a top five contender USPKS all season long. Uh, Fernando Lequi. Uh, he, he, he's done some senior racing already. If I remember correctly, um, but he was, uh, a quick junior driver, but also has already done some senior racing. Yeah. I remember he was at, you weren't there, David, but he was at the winter nationals, Fernando Luque. We think it's Luque. Uh, he was, he was the one that was right in the middle of scrap with everybody up front yeah. and pissed a bunch of people off, but it was, some <laughs> it was some aggressive racing for sure. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of other dudes like, you know, race Liberante. Uh, here, here, we didn't mention. First off, we didn't mention Colin Lloyd. We didn't mention Aiden Levy. First and second place in points. You and I, you know, none of us picked them because, to be honest, what I think Levy was tenth last year. This, this, I think this could be the first ever Supernats race for, uh, for yeah, Colin, I, for Colin I, Lloyd, right? You mentioned thirty-two yeah. drivers with no experience. 
Yeah, I think that 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 obviously has part of part of the uh, the situation in terms of top five. I, you know, leaving you know ten place finish last year, respectable. As you said, he's been focusing on school. I don't think that's going to deter how he performs. Yeah. I think it might take a little bit to get back up to speed. But he was there at USBKS competition uh, at, at his trackhouse motorplex. So, um, so I don't think that'll be a big issue. But again, a lot of different drivers finishing up. My junior drivers, Caleb Gaffera. Uh, he's, he's moved into the senior ranks. He was one of the top junior drivers last year was in the fight for both K junior and X 30 junior just didn't come out uh, on top the way he wanted to. Uh, but he's going to be one of those drivers that will be double dipping again, uh, this time in the senior ranks. And then Leonardo Escorpioni, uh, moving into the senior ranks as well. Uh, he actually finished second in K 100 junior last year. So yeah. that's, uh, that's some drivers junior or, rookie drivers to watch and some of the guys that we saw i think last year just do well as well who've been doing more more races not, not a lot of races but, but, but enough at least chase hand was uh, a driver last year finished ninth right so we think i think he could probably be there uh and aiden rudolph was 12th last year he's been having some good runs aiden has as he uh, continues to you know, get older we, we saw him start when he was a micro driver working his way all the way up here how about this one dan you want to throw a little bit out, a little bit of something out for tj coyne yeah, he should be running masters. <laughs> he should be running masters. Uh, Thirty-two now, years of age. Yeah, the now two-time dad uh, yeah. making his way back to the super nationals. So he's going to be at the tables at night and on the racetrack in the morning, or not really in the morning, and probably oh, they are in the morning session. That's correct. So yeah, um, so yeah, good to see TJ back. They'll be running on the best cart uh, with AMV Factory Race Team. Uh, so that'll be a story to kind of see this uh, this new cart coming over. Uh, to the United States. That'll be interesting. You did mention race Liberante. Um, mm-hmm. He's actually racing because of his victory at the Rock Island Grand Prix. Um, Corey Simpson was able, was, is one of the supporters of Rock Island Grand Prix was trying to do it for the King of the streets. It didn't work out. So he decided to award not only race Liberante, but also chase Jones, the, the King of the rock winner uh, free entry into the super nationals this year. So both, Chase Jones, he's not on the entry list yet, but will be uh, come track come track okay. side. Uh, so that's been worked out. Uh, so Chase Jones and Race Liberante racing under the MPG Motorsports Race Factory uh, tent uh, in the KA100 Senior category. Let's just throw a couple more names out. Nate, you tell me if you if I'm missing anybody. Henry Wheeler's been a driver to watch. Peyton Phillips, as we know, was uh, won the championship in the in the winter, excuse, winter series. James Overbeck, who's been uh, one of the top drivers running in the four-cycle categories, uh, as well as a lot of two-cycle stuff. Uh, he's running with Brandon Charsacrack Racing. So I scroll up and see here that could be, you know, we, you know another one. And listen, I kind of looked at this one here because there's been so much momentum as of late. But what about Dalton Haynes? Mm-hmm. I kind of looked at Dalton a little bit. I'm like, man, this kid really is kind of riding the wave right now. He's going to be part of the Rotax. Team USA uh, operation in December. What do you think about Dalton Ains? Where's he going to end up? Yeah, he's, I, I, I highlighted he's been him. one of the ones to watch. He's yeah. definitely been one of the watch. I highlighted him. He was, I don't know. He either is one of the quickest guys in the field or has absolutely no luck whatsoever during That's the weekend. True. So that was kind of the deciding factor. Um, a couple others that I've highlighted that I don't know if we've talked about Blake Nash on yeah. Nash Motorsports. He's been quick and was quick at Rock Vegas, along with Vinny Miskelez, who had a kind of quiet 
season at USPKS and Scusa, but ultimately got some pretty decent results there. He could do that again. And I don't know if we've talked about Pauli Massimino, who's just a threat in whatever cart, no matter what engine package you put on him for Mike Doty Racing, Brandon Jarsakrack Racing. He definitely, did you pick him? David? I picked him third. Yeah. I okay, picked him third. Picked him. So. We've just <laughs> talked about so many drivers in this yeah. field that it's just hard to keep track of. But obviously, you know, he's going to be. Here's another one, too. Well. Is Alec- Alexander Kardashian. He's been in the top 15 the last two years, 15th two years ago, eighth this last year. So Kardashian is a guy right out of, right out of your home uh, Route 66 there, Nate. He could be the guy to be in the top 10 as well. He difficult for him because all throughout Route 66, they're struggling with engine issues. And with him focusing on work and school right now, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult for him to get within that top five and top 10 this year. Plus, he's a Purdue guy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Go blue. I got to say it because we're we're facing Purdue this weekend. So I got to say it. Okay, so here's a run through. No, no, let me let me me do one. I got one more name. I don't think we said it. And he's been he's been searching for a win over the last two years anywhere he's gone and he just hasn't been able to get it. So this would be an amazing story to see Connor Ferris come out and win this race. Okay. So that's, that's one driver to watch because kind of like Nate said, he's one of those drivers that has been really fast everywhere he goes, but there's always that bad luck. Something happens and just kind of keeps him away. He was close at USPKS at the finale. So that could be another driver we see uh, picking up victory and being uh, one of the uh, winners at super nationals. This is how crazy this is. I'm going to, I'm going to give you these names. I'm just going to rattle off a couple of names that are left that I'm seeing right now are right. who are guys that we watched up front all the time. And we haven't talked about them yet. And that's how tough <laughs> this is. Mick Gabriel, Diego Conteca, Nate Cicero, Brandon Carr, Josh Campbell, <laughs> Oliver Calvo, John Burke, Finnegan Bailiff, all those drivers we haven't talked about and they could easily all be in the top 10. Yeah, I mean, you're at 76 drivers. You know, we talked about junior being the biggest field. I think this is probably more competitive than than that category. I would I would yeah. easily say that because again, you have the old guys like TJ Coyne, so the age range is a lot wider, <laughs> uh, but uh, it allows for a lot more competitive drivers uh, in the field because you're not restricted by the age thing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I have nearly half the field uh, marked up. As, as possible contenders. Yeah, I know. That's it, right? Crazy. All right, folks, back to another break. We come back. We're time to go into the, the, uh, the two headline categories. We'll go X30 Senior after this break. Is IndyCar your dream? If it is, for 2023 and beyond, the path from karting to IndyCar has gotten even clearer. It's time to look into the new USF Juniors program and the brand new Tatus JR23. As the first step of the newly rebranded USF Pro Championships presented by Cooper Tires, the USF Junior Series will feature a six-event, 16-race schedule to train racers for the move into the USF 2000 Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The USF Junior Champion will win a scholarship worth over $248,000, and the total prize fund will exceed $330,000. The series will also debut the new Tatus JR23 race car in 2023, which is a development version of the USF-22 used in USF-2000. It's the ideal entry point for career-minded carters moving on to the car racing ladder. Safety is always front and center in the mind of the series promoters, and the USF Juniors car features a halo 
and the races are supported by members of the AMR IndyCar safety team. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit www.usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. Hi, EKN listeners. This is Jeff Wessel from Streeter Superstands. When it comes to lifts and stands for your carts and the largest selection of shop and trailer accessories, we know all about building and giving you the best. The Streeter Superstands crew has over 30 years of experience, are cart racers just like you, and know that the Streeter name stands for durability, affordability, and most of all, quality. We're the original and genuine manufacturer of Bigfoots and Stacker Stands, and we build them right here in the USA, along with our best-selling Streeter Superlift, upright stands, and an ever-growing roster of shop and trailer accessories to outfit any trailer or garage. While some guys pretend to be number one, we prove it every day, every race. Racers demand the best, and Streeter Superstand builds it. Check us out at StreeterSuperstands.com. When it comes to the best in lifts, stands, shop and trailer accessories, and all the cool necessities to make your race day easy and organized, it's all at StreeterSuperstands.com. We innovate, not imitate. Roll with the best right now at StreeterSuperstands.com. The Performance Racing Industry Show. The three biggest days in the business of motorsports is returning to Indianapolis this December. Featuring the newest parts and technology, access to countless manufacturers and service providers, and virtually unlimited opportunities to network face-to-face with industry leaders, the PRI Show is where the racing industry gathers under one roof for three days in December. If you're in the business of racing, you have to be at the PRI Show. The show takes place from December 7th and 9th at the Indiana Convention Center and is a must-attend. Live racing action is coming back for 2023 with the PRI e-karting classic presented by Top Kart USA. Races will take place daily on December 7th and 9th in Lucas Oil Stadium. Visit PRI2023.com to learn more and register today. Race you there. Back once again here on the Outlap episode, what, number 65, I think we're at right now? Yes. Episode 65 of our Outlap preview podcast, the second of two installments here for this year's Super Nationals. We're going now into the X30 Senior category, brought to you by Rawlison Performance Group. 63 drivers. This one is absolutely stacked. Uh, Last year was a big win for Evan Gilter for Trinity Karting Group. I think he went on to win the French F4 Championship as well. So uh, big stuff happening for Gilter over in Europe. Uh, But before that, uh, the breakthrough victory, of course, in 2021 for Ryan Norberg, finally getting that win that had eluded him after so many championships. Zachary Clayman DeMello coming out with a big win after contact between Danny Carroll and Jack Crawford, I think, on the final lap in that class. Uh, He was able to come away with a win there in 2019. Ben Cooper led a strong RPG squad to the win in 2018. Josh Carr, the Aussie, Jake Craig, and Louis Pagano, winners of X30 Senior. Then you go back again to the tag senior days, Gabby Chavez, um, a driver who was a winner back in the day, coming out of a, a Star Mazda championship. Uh, Andre Nicastro, just trying to go further back. Joel Miller, Daniel Morad, man. Chris Freckleton was a winner back in the day here when it was tagged. He was the inaugural winner. The inaugural winner, yep. Back, we had some weird engines back in the day when it was tagged, that's for sure. A little uh, shout out to the Beeland engine. That was fun to watch. Uh, but David, let's give us some notes on this one because this is going to be a, a wild battle for sure. In X30 senior. I, I didn't write it down, but we've had 19 different winners in this category. We've never had 
a repeat winner. So as much as we talked about the junior program, this one's just as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Competitive. <laughs> yeah. Competitive. It just, it just uh, shows diverse how, and how hard it is to win the super, how Nets. hard it is to win the super oh That's exactly it. You know, and there's so many different countries. You talk about us, South Africa, Canada, Italy, Brazil, Colombia, Australia, Italy. I already said that. Uh, so, and France last year. So a number of different countries as well represented as former winners. So Brazil, um, of course, the closest finish we've had. That was, uh, yes, that was one of the wild ones. That was in part of our countdown last year Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, from super nationals, 14, Andre Nicastro and the dingo, David Serra, uh, finishing one thousandths of a second separated oh, at the line. So, um, so speaking of no repeat winners, we have one driver with the ability this year to do that. That is our 2021 winner, Ryan Norberg. He is the only former uh, X30 senior winner in the field. We have six former Super Nationals winners in the field. So five other drivers who have won other categories uh, at the Super Nationals. We have 12 different countries represented by 29 drivers outside the United States. Uh, four drivers from X30 junior who raced last year are racing X30 senior this year. And we've talked about a couple of them already. So we'll probably get it. We'll see maybe one or two in our predictions as well. Uh, and then again, double duty. We have both drivers running X30 senior and K100 senior, which ironically, this will be the last year we see that because I would assume the rule of only racing X30 pro and K100 senior separate will go into the super nationals as well by the new rule for 2024 for Supercar USA. So this might be the last year we see drivers doing double duty in these yeah. two categories, but we have 20 of them going double dipping. And hold on. Am I actually going first here? Well, the only reason I put you first is because none of us scored points in this category last year. None of us did? None of us. We had zero top five. Uh, we suck. So if you see your name on this list. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. As a Canadian, I say sorry. Oh, my God. So I figured you haven't had one, right? You weren't you weren't first in any of these. That so is, figured... Yeah, that's a dubious honor. I thought I, I at least got one point. We, none no. of us got that. Isn't that bad? I mean, you you raced last year, so I guess you have honors for that. I don't not think that in this we, class. Listen, to be honest, Evan Gilter, I don't think we really any of us figured Gilter was going to storm his way to the top five and no. then get the win, right? No, no. But that's what makes Super Nationals so great. That's, that's why true. we are trackside watching. That's why we're we're streaming our live call. That's why everybody travels to Super Nationals just to watch and see yeah. what happens. True enough. All right. Well, I'll get things underway, I guess. Let's do it here with the 63-strong X30 Senior category brought to you by Rawls and Performance Group. Uh, All right. So on. this, there so this, my, my pick of Harley Keeble plays Woo. really well to this racetrack. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. It does. <laughs> Listen, I, one of the great stories, I think, of, of 2023 has been the arrival of Sodi Kart. Uh, racing USA. You know, there for those of you who have been around the Supernatural for many years, there, there was a, always a really strong Sodi Kart contingent. You know, whether it was Anthony Abbas or Abbas Lammers or a number of the drivers who ran Sodi Machinery, um, it's been always great to have them here. And to have this new program really focusing and bringing that, you know, really global brand back to the U.S., I think has been a big part for the industry. So I go Harley Keeble. I was really wondering whether or not Ryan Norberg, I, I was going back and forth with Ryan Norberg being the guy that could kind of step up and make things happen. So I went Keeble just because of the way I just figured the last lap's going to be crazy. This is again before seeing the grid. So I'm, I'm okay with that right now. Mateus Morgado always seems to step up uh, in big races. Let's be real. He's a former world champion. 
He also was able to get the victory at uh, Rock Vegas, which helped me, you know, keep make sure he, he stayed strongly into the top five. Ariel Elkin, I think will be, he was so impressive last year. And I just think coming back for another year here, he's been doing some car racing this year too. So uh, I'm not sure exactly how much car racing he's been, cart racing he's been doing. So maybe it could be a bit of a wild card, but he was strong here last year with race lab on the TV card. So look for, I think, I think Elkin will still be one of those guys that gets home to the top five. And then Austin Garrison for me, another, I don't want to call him a wild card, although he doesn't race on a regular basis, does what he can. The guy's an unbelievable talent, can win at the big races, so I'm that he's kind of my wild card to a certain extent. I think I just think Garrison's going to come out of the gate and be an absolute bullet all weekend long. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, you know I love the Kibo pick. Now looking at the racetrack, I already said that in K100 yeah. Senior. So uh, I like that. So you're looking at three, essentially three international drivers, two from the United States. So that's yep. that's a pretty good mix. Uh, I like it. Nate, Point. any note? Nate, any notes on his? Strong, really strong. It's just one. It's the senior categories that you have so much experience in that you can go any which way with about twenty or so different drivers. And I think we'll. Pro- I have a little bit of a different direction that I'm going with mine, but still a really solid pick from what we saw in North American soil. Five different chassis too. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. I think I think this is going to be the one category where we're completely different. <laughs> well, hopefully, so listen, listen. If we're all different, at least one of us will score a point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have actually two of your top five, so it's not completely different. But I have an, a name that you don't have in there winning it, and here it is, Dimitri Mativ. I think Car right, Republic. Dave. It's been strong. We've seen Joe Turney winning here in the United States. Obviously, unfortunately, we're not going to have Joe Turney here because of the incident that happened at the World Championship. But I think Cart Republic's going to come in and just show well as they have and, and did last year with Gilles Terre. Uh, so I have Dimitri taking the victory. I think he's going to be the story of the Super Nationals uh, being able to dominate uh, this, this field coming in with with no super nationals experience whatsoever so that's again that's the only question mark i have in this so it's it's making this selection uh he's never been to the super nationals so because we've seen that before where we were predicted uh, one of the stars in europe to come over I, i'm trying to remember who it was and i thought he was going to just come in and dominate and just just was a complete flop uh because the super nationals again something different and he, they weren't quite ready for it. So uh, I put him at number one I, to be the, what I, how many different winners did I say? 19, Eight, 18, 19. So it'll be the 20th different winner. Uh, I have Brian Norberg coming up just short. Um, again, he's been the class of the field here in the United States next to Joe Turney. They're obviously one, two in our EK and driver rankings presented by Skip Barber Racing School. Um, Norberg might have the advantage now because no Joe Turney, no Joe Turney at the Super Nationals. I have him finishing second. And you already mentioned Austin Garrison. He's not a wild card. He's just a stout driver. I mean, this is a former Scusa Pro Tour champion in the S2 category yeah. back in 2014. People forget about that. He finished fifth in S5 back in 2013, finished second here in S2 back in 2014. So, and finished ninth in pro shifter category in 2021. So this guy's good. Every time he's in the cart, he and Norberg were pretty much even throughout the second half of the season. Um, and then you throw in Joe Turney in there as well too. So 
I have Austin Garrison finishing in the third spot. I put Eli Goldstein up there in the fourth spot. Uh, again, a new driver to the Super Nationals, but I think he has the ability to be fast. Uh, Race Lab, TB Cart, they they brought over a number of different drivers to uh, to help build that brand back up. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to be able to do that. We've seen it at the Scusa Winter Series. Uh, we've seen it at the at the Winter Nationals as well, too, and other events as well. So I don't see why not. And then I put Harley Keeble fifth. Um, again, if I would have seen the racetrack before we made the predictions, possibly maybe put him number one. But I like the story. Again, he's been over here helping uh, Sodi Racing USA build their brand over here. And he's certainly done that with the number of victories that he's been able to earn. But he's also gaining the respect and getting the confidence of those drivers under the tent and under the brand as well. So it's been a really good story for him. Uh, I have him finishing in the fifth spot. Yeah, David, you, uh, so you're kind of rolling, rolling dice, looking at the, is, is Mativ going to be the, uh, Mativ rather going to be the new uh, Evan Gilter? Is that, is this the guy that we kind of didn't look at? Yeah, I might be, I might be a year late picking the, picking a cart Republic to win. So (laughs) I I don't remember who I picked last year, but yeah. I'm trying to dive in. I, I, I didn't, I didn't pick that one up enough to see what happens. So, uh, yeah, could be, could be a big pick for David. It could be, but I don't know. It depends on what Nate's picked. That could be. This is true. So let's, let's look at his. All right. So bit out of left field, Kalia Akin, the Anglo Jamaican driver who is 2023 X30 senior world champion and European champion, vice champion in X30 on the English tour. I am not letting another European come under my nose like Jill Terry did to us last year. So I've done my research this year. Have England 1-2 on the podium for me. Atkins has seemed really impressive in his 2023 campaign, so I have him there. Oliver Hodgson was very quick last year, unfortunately retiring in the final corner um, about past the halfway point in the race last year. But I think he's been a step up in 2023 so i think we'll see him towards the top half of the podium ryan norberg hasn't had his level of dominance that we saw in 2022 this season but he's still one of the quickest drivers and was on pace with joe turney who can fight with the world's best and we're seeing the world's best here so i have him third uh elkin finished third last year i think him and tb cart if i'm not mistaken will be pretty consistent and pretty up there um in x30 senior and then arnesto rivera can't have a really really good run this uh super nationals he's been very impressive in his senior debuts in the past couple of weekends he's just been competitive and up there with some of the most experienced x30 and senior drivers we've seen um in the past few years and dicing with them so i don't see why we can't see two rpg cosmics on the podium for x30 senior I like this. You, you boys uh, did some research, which I like. Way to go, Nate! I'm just kind of like as we're talking, I'm kind of deep diving on Kahali's uh, Instagram thing here right now. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't pick this up at all. Good for you. Yeah, no, he, it was he. He won at the uh, IMA Royer final, correct? Yeah, yeah, yes. and and the and the Euro Series as well over Eduardo yeah, so... Ludovico, who Vika uh, Avila, who we've seen here before, right? Eduardo Villa ran for uh, TV card, I think TV card at one point. So yeah, there's yes. uh, uh, impressive. I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, that that was one I had him as a uh, as again looking at the international drivers, 
he was one that I put down again. I don't know. I, and I didn't even look at what happened at the uh, warrior final race. So uh, I like Nate's move. I, it, it's a great, great selection uh, and a great top five because I, I could, you know, I already have two, uh, one of them in mind, but I could easily put the rest in. Yeah. That's solid. Good stuff guys. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Somebody's going to get a point. Somebody's gonna get a point. Somebody's gonna get a point this year, I think. That's, that's the whole like. That's let me. I wanted to go back to see how many guys. Okay, here we'll go. You first. So we'll look back at you. I've already got mine locked down. I'm okay, to... keep. I'm just looking at it. So Morgado, I think you're the only one who's got Morgado. There you go. So that's your you you that's your outlier. Uh, Mati, I, I I'll just say Dimitri. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know how to say his last name. Because I'm I'm guessing one V is silent, right? Mativ. That's how I would say it. Mativ. We'll ask him. Uh, I think I'm the only one with Goldstein. You're the only one with Goldstein, yeah. And Mati, yep. or Dimitri. So I have two that are are different. And then he, he's got the Atkins one that's different. Yeah, that's one, two, three, four, five. Or did you have Hodgson? You six, had Hodgson, Seven, Rob? eight. He had Hodgson as well. Because he's one, Okay, two so he's got, he's got two, just two different ones as well. So he, so that, I, you know, Nate... Nate and myself probably have the ability to win this ca- this class based on that when you look at the numbers. But yeah, that's that's pretty wild. I like this. And again, this I, and again, I think we're looking at eight eight drivers. We've all pit, we've all split eight drivers. It should be nine or ten. A- right? Adkins, Elkin, Garrison, Goldstein, Keeble. That's five. Mateev, six. Morgado and Norberg. Who am I missing? Well, I have uh, you put Dimitri in there, right? Yeah. And Goldstein. Yep. So those are that's two. Morgado's three. Yeah, I think we're at eight. Atkins, Atkins, and then hot or you had okay four. Sorry, you're right. Eight. All right. So another and we're really, we're locked into the eight number, but oh nine. Yeah, nine. Who's the ninth? Did, did yeah. I not put Garrison? Hodgson? Yeah, because neither of us have Hodgson. There you go. Oh, I well, where is he? Oh, there so he he's is. got he's got two different ones than what any of us we have. I have two different ones than what any of you have, and you have one different. So five. Plus five would be, or five plus four is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting for sure. All right. Well, listen, let's come out of this here and, and uh, do, do we do we look through and find like again? So we have nine drivers we've all picked, and again, yeah. like like we said, like how many? There's just so many guys that we didn't look at, right? That are, that could easily be drivers who who could be the ones winning winning on, on the weekend. Well, you, let's talk mind. about double duty. You got uh, Chase Hand, Dalton Haynes. Christian Miles, Frankie Mossman, Caleb Gaffera, uh, Jesus Vasquez Jr. They're all double dipping. Uh, Max Taylor is one of the rookies coming yep. in. Yep. Uh, so he could be he could be one to watch. Um, you already said his name in K100 Senior. We haven't said it yet here. Diego Conteca. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he finished second in 2021. Didn't race Super Nationals last year. So he obviously has the ability to win here. I think probably the big the, the biggest one we haven't talked about yet, to be honest, would probably be Alessandro Dettulio, right? Yeah, he's third in our ECAN driver rankings. Yeah, right. Right so now, he's, he's been consistent. I think that's the one thing that that about him. He's been consistently in the top ten all season long. Hasn't really had those big podium finishes to be able to put him up further and closer to what like Turney and Norberg have been able to do. Yeah, uh, across the board. So. You know, if if he this would be a breakout performance, obviously finishing sixth last year, but I think landing on the podium would help solidify his season. 
to be like, hey, I was one of the top drivers all season long. I finished on the podium at the Super Nationals. Boom. That's my that's my CV for the year. Yeah, and a couple other ones I think, of course, you got to talk about potential top 10, top five drivers. Diego Ramos being one. We talked about Ernesto Rivera. You know, again, we talked about Ernesto being a junior for the majority of the season. He just jumped into seniors. So he's going to be up against the big boys in this one here for sure uh, for him coming into the category. Another one I kind of – we mentioned Dalton Haynes already. Uh, who else did I want to bring up? Here's the one. Oh, we, did, we didn't talk about Pauly Massimino. Obviously, Pauly, anytime he rolls out, can be a driver up front. I think same thing with Blake Nash, with, with Frankie Mossman. But the one I thought was really cool. So we lose the X30 Masterclass, right, guys? So normally, okay, I can't run X30 Master like Kip Foster. I run KA Master. That would be a great idea. Thomas Grice, who, the Aussie, who last year wins X30 Masters, decides, no, I'm going to go run against the seniors. I'll go senior racing. So that's that, he'll be a guy I want to watch throughout the weekend, right? Grice, how 31 years of age. So it's not like he's 40 or 50, but still running against the kids that are, you know, 14, 15, 60. This is going to be, I think, pretty impressive for him. Yeah, that was the, the last name I was going to bring up. So he's actually one of the five former winners uh, in the field. Um, no, sorry, six former winners in the field. So who am I missing? So Grice Norberg. Hold on. Oh, I know who I forgot. Uh, Thomas Naveau, the Canadian. Yeah, uh, Mini. Yeah, won Mini back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, Rivera. Massimino. Massimino. I'm missing one. Keep talking. I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm scrolling through two. <laughs> oh, yeah. guys that have won before. See, this is why I write stuff down. I haven't done the preview yet for it, so that's oh, why that's I haven't why. written it down. I kind of was just going off looking hey, did Brandon, at it and did, guessing. I was going to say Brandon Carr, but I don't think Brandon ever won, did Brandon he? didn't win, no. no. I was highlighting him last time. Now I forgot to do that. Um, Pretty good, Dave. All right. So we got Rivera, right? We got Norberg. We got Navo. Three. Three. Navo. Mossman. Mo or sorry, Mossman. Massimino. Massimino, four. Grace, five. Grace, five. So maybe I just miscounted. We'll look go. forward to the preview. You've been kicking ass on those previews. Yeah, the preview, right. that'll be up on Saturday. So this is actually, this show will probably be, we're, I think I'm going to wait till do it Sunday night. Even though we're taping it here on, on a Thursday, I think we're going to wait to publish on Sunday. Let all the previews come out and then publish this video. They, we couldn't publish the video because you're off having fun in, in Florida, correct? I'm working in Florida the entire day, <laughs> every day. So one thing I do want to bring up, I want, I'm want i looking forward to the day that David comes out of the old school and stops call it saying that we're taping. We're recording. We're taping. <laughs> it's, there's, if you can't see it behind the, the camera, but the there's, there's, it's on real, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy talking about? Come on. Hold There's on. a different term for reels nowadays too, so that even that's oh updated. good. Yeah, good Dave, point. So you're not even oh there. man, you look at me, I'm getting hosed bad. It's all because I picked first in every single one except this category, right? So I just started following Mativ and Atkins. There you go. Let's, these boys just got another follower for you guys making a pick. So I'm gonna follow them. Oh, I already, I already followed them as as I was going through the entry list. Apparently Don't worry. you did. Yes, <laughs> I did not. I did not. All right. This will be the last break, folks. We come back. We'll jump into Pro Shifter. We'll wrap up this edition of the Outlap. Don't go anywhere. More to come. If you want to get better, you have to race against the best. And the best come to race with Supercarts USA. In 2024, Supercarts USA is shaking things up. 
both with their Winter Series and their 15th edition of the Pro Tour, which will focus solely on the East Coast for the first time. The Winter Series will kick off at AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex on the January 12th to 14th weekend, and the two-event, four-race series will cap off at the Orlando Kart Center on February 9th to the 11th. The Scusa Winter Series program is designed to lead into the Pro Tour and gives drivers moving up in a category the chance to get acclimated to their new classes or simply shake off the rust from the offseason. The Supercarts USA Pro Tour will kick off its 2024 schedule back at the Orlando Kart Center on May 8th to 10th with the Winter Nationals, while the 15th Annual Spring Nationals will be Scusa's first visit to the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati on the June 14 to 16 weekend. The season finale, the Summer Nationals, will return to Newcastle Motorsports Park on July 26 to 28. Information on the 27th running of the sport's biggest race, the Scusa Super Nationals in Las Vegas will be released next year. Head to www.supercartsusa.com to learn more. Precision Performance Karting, the winningest Briggs 206 team in the U.S. in 2023, is ready to get you to Victory Lane in 2024. As the factory team for Coyote Racing Chassis, PPK won the biggest four-cycle races of the year, sweeping senior light, medium, and heavy at the CKNA Grand Nationals, and they have also won an iconic Duffy at the ICAP Sprint Grand Nationals in Texas. In 2023, Precision Performance Karting also traveled north of the border to dominate the Cup Karts Canada finale at Goodwood, beating Canada's best Briggs racers. Our total focus is on winning, and we simply get the job done. Join our team, and we can help you win too. We have several levels of support available for 2024, from full-service arrive-and-drive programs to tent-only options. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned veteran, our championship-winning PPK-prepared Coyote Zenith carts are ready to power you to great results. Join our team today. To become a Precision Performance Karting driver or to learn more about our operation, contact John Seglum at ppkartingfl at gmail.com or check us out online at ppkartingfl.com. The 2019 marked a new era for the Cartlift brand. The company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since 2003, one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry, was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business, Stockholm Karting Center, in October of 2019. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Cartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past 25 years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper Push the button and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country 
or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. All right, last couple of laps here of this Outlap uh, podcast here, our second of the previews leading into this year's Supercarts USA Super Nationals, the 26th edition of the event out this year at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway and what looks to be a very interesting racetrack. Nothing we've seen uh, in the 25 previous years of this event. There have been some wild tracks, Sam Boyd Stadium being one of them, of course, uh, but this is going to be a very interesting layout for sure. We're rolling now again here into Pro Shifter, the class presented at the Supernaturals by PSL Karting, longtime supporters of Supercarts USA. 71 drivers in Pro Shifter. Uh, looking forward to the last chance qualifier for this one for sure. It's going to be a battle. Uh, again, the, the key thing, this 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 is a really headline shifter category has been around for the very beginning. If you're new to Supercarts USA, I've even just been around for the last handful of years, Supercarts USA started as a shifter cart only program. In those early years of the Super Nationals, it was nothing but shifter carts. In fact, five, maybe five classes, I think, or five or six classes at the first couple of races. Uh, this started as Formula S1. That was the pro category. Then it turned into Super Pro. That was kind of an evolution of S1 drivers coming regionally. It was Super Pro for a number of years. Then it became essentially KZ. Then we had the KZ and S1. Then we had Pro Shifter. A couple of different – and then we split, of course, with Pro Shifter uh, and KZ. And now it's all back into one big group, hence 71 drivers all told. Full KZ, unlike Master Shifter we talked about in the uh, opening podcast, which runs both the KZ and the IAMI SSC 175. This is a straight-up KZ category. We've had some amazing winners over the last couple of years. Pedro Hilkbrand won last year, the Spaniard. Uh, scoring in 2022. Matteo Vajano won the year before. The Italian, Danny Formal, big victory for him back in 2019. Leonardo Lorandi scored the win in 2018. And Paolo De Canto, uh, top CRG driver for the, at the time uh, for Italy in 2017. Uh, David, this, this this is one we talked to yesterday, Master Shifter, about Marion Kremers. I'm rather about to Jordan Musser not, being able, not having won one of these races yet. Marion Kremers is a driver on the outside looking in. He wants to win this one big time right now. Yeah, this is the one. I mean, he's one of the three world champions that we have for Gearbox Racing in the field. Um, won a newer one and won a older one in the field. But Kremers uh, has been coming to the Super Nationals now for the last few years with this as his target. Uh, finishing uh, runner-up the uh, twice. I'm trying to find... I'm lost on my on my sheet right now. Um, when uh, finishing second three times in a row, uh, and then finishing sixth last year, so uh, not the performance he wanted last year for sure. Um, obviously, with Pedro Hiltebrand taking the victory, it was a big win for the team. And uh, but unfortunately, he wanted to be the one winning for the team and That's wasn't. It. So we'll see kind of how his mindset is coming into this year's event. Obviously, it's still the race he wants to win, but. Um, hasn't been that dominant force comes in as the pro tour champion uh, for a second straight year on Scusa competition. But uh, uh, this is the one he wants on his CV. Uh, in, the, in the pro tour points, uh, Kyle Wick, uh, one point back in second, Jacob Gulick was third, Billy Musgrave and AJ Myers rounding up the top five, but let's dive right into predictions. And we've got Nate line. Did Nate, did Nate win last year? So Nate actually had uh, two points in this category. He picked fifth place correctly and had one top five finisher. So it was Jake French and his retire, 
retirement slash not retirement yeah. uh, right. race last year. Probably maybe his last Super Nationals for a while at least. So um, so he did get that right. I had Hildebrand in my top five, but didn't pick him in the right position. And you had Jake French in the top five, but didn't put him in the right position. So, right. so Nate has the honor of going first for our headline pro shifter category. I like it. So we're continuing the trend from X30 senior of I'm not letting a European slip under my nose. And it's gone so far that I have a sheet in front of me of how to pronounce everyone's names. Yes. Paulo Ecolito. I'm taking for Cart Republic, the 2023 world champion, and he's a 2022 world champion as well. He's looked like he's had a really strong campaign in 2023 and obviously has the experience underneath him to what I think will be able to take him to a Super Nats victory. Danilo Albanese, also with Cart Republic, teamed up with Chetelar Racing, uh, European champion in KZ in 2023, an Italian champion, champion in KZ2 last season. He, along with his Cart Republic teammate, I think should be able to go 1-2 on the podium. Niels Trigger, I have in third. I believe he made one stateside appearance at Stars at Newcastle this season, but I don't think he's been um stateside since then kz2 world champion for him along with german cart cup champion in 2023 for the driver i have going third daniel van excuse me valet vas la um another burrell art driver who's had a pretty good season in the 2023 campaign fi karting uh vice champion for him, WSK Champions Cup winner and six-time Romanian carding champion for him. And then finally, Daniel Trevov um, in fifth. Uh, believe he's on a Marinello cart. Not 100% sure on that, but he's also had a pretty strong 2023 season in Europe. So apologies to any of the resident Americans or drivers who have had racing and Pro shifter. I don't have the likes of Marion Kremers, AJ Myers, Kyle Wick. They were all up there, but I really think the Europeans are going to come in strong this year. I think the your fourth place driver, Vaselli, I think he's on Italian Motors with the Atal cart. So that's what they yeah, have a list. Of, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I think maybe he's been racing Burrell in uh, Burrell Art in Europe, but I think he's going to be under the uh, Italian Motors USA tent on the Atal cart who is, is fielding a number of drivers. We'll get kind of more into those drivers uh, a little bit later. But Rob, um, do you want to just go right into yours? Yeah, I think we can go right into mine. I think it kind of rolls to the same thing. If you look at mine, very similar to what we saw with Nate. This has really been kind of the trend, I think, over the years in, in the Super Nationals is, is when the KZ category came, especially when we didn't run KZ here a lot back when we were you know, more of a uh, the stock moto days and then, of course, into the 175 days that, that we – you know, KZ wasn't our primary program. So when the guys came over to run KZ here, we, we were really up against it, right? We were lucky to get guys into the top five because, the, you know, the world championships have come over, the big manufacturers will bring their factory drivers over. And that's what we see. And that's why I think, you know, obviously Nate picking uh, numerous drivers uh, that differ than mine. So I, I kind of went in a different angle uh, than Nate. I, I, I start things out with uh, Matteo Vigiano, who won a couple of years ago. He's had a pretty strong year again, a driver that you know we know can run up front, uh, you know, anytime was on the podium top five at the KZ World Championships this year. So uh, I'm going to go. Uh, Vigiano was uh, Vigiano was the win. Ippolito, uh, the world champion, 
I'll go him P, P2. So, you know, Nate and I are kind of in the same boat there. I think he'll be a driver who will be up front. Pedro Hiltbrand, another driver I expect to be there as well. Hiltbrand, of course, uh, the driver coming uh, off the win last year. So, again, you've won here before. You can get it done again, especially when the big money's up for, for grabs. All these guys want to take that cash home. Uh, one of the drivers that caught me off guard last year but was really impressive was Marcus Kajak. Um, and again, he was so good last year was in the, I think he qualified fourth on the podium, finished second for Italian motors. And I'll say this Italian motors over the 26 years or 25 years of this event have always been good back to the Michael Valiente days, dominating in formula C to the, uh, David Yurkus and all these guys at Jordy Vorath. And of late, they've always been strong. You know, Andre Nicastro, we talked about him getting that win, uh, as well in, in that master category. So, I think Italian Motors driver Marcus Kajak. I just, I just want a wild card, but I think he'll be back to where he was last year. And I'll wrap it all up with Ricardo Longhi again. Uh, Longhi's a driver who has had success at this event, and I, I just think success in this particular event continues. It's the track, it's the atmosphere, it's the, you know, the size of the event, how important it is. You know, back to back top five finishes for Longhi. I have no reason to think he's not going to be there again on Super Sunday. So again, yeah, I think much different guys. And, and Kajak was on a Tony cart with Ryan Perry Motorsport last year. So he's was moving really? to, oh, yeah. Okay. So he's moving to Italian Motors USA on the Ital cart. So yeah, he was, he was the kind of the wild card because there was a lot yeah. of Burrells up front, a lot of, uh, the, you know, the, the, the Charles Leclerc by, uh, Vigiano and, and others and Hiltebrand. Um, so yeah, he was the kind of the out, the oddball and, uh, with the, with the Tony cart colors, but yeah, he's running with Italian motors, which I, on the which I think will be good. Cause we saw how good foray was last year. I think, I just think the Italian motor shifter cart's pretty strong, especially it's, it's not gonna be a super hot weekend. Right. So I think a lot of times there are, chances. and they're always, they're always good on temporary circuits. Whenever always the track good. is, is green, they yep. are super, super 100%. fast. So there you go. That's my picks. All right. So as the defending, uh, predictions winner i will go last with my predictions and we're all different not all different not so all. uh but i am the only one to have an american driver in my <laughs> top are. five yeah. so uh up a lot lito uh i put him as the reigning world champion got to put him at the top of the order so very much like what nate said i think cart republic's going to go one two with dinalo uh albanese uh, in the second spot, again, he uh, he was the uh, European champion. So to have the world champion and the European champion at the Super Nationals the same year, pretty amazing to have that. And I just think they're going to do what they've done over there and just kind of be one-two throughout the weekend. Um, Emilian Denner, uh, the Saudi car driver uh, from France coming over. I think that's going to be huge. I know that's kind of the one spot that Saudi Saudi Racing USA hasn't done here in the U.S. is kind of push the shifter brand. But we all know how well the shifter brand does here at the Super Nationals, especially with uh, Anthony Abbas, uh, a two-time former winner. So I put Denner into the third spot. I got A.J. Myers fourth. I think there's no doubt about it that his program this year is probably the best it's ever been going into the super nationals. I think he's more prepared. He's, he's working so close with the engine builder. He's so close with the chassis race at the, at the world championships and had the pace, certainly had the pace, just didn't get the qualifying that he wanted. And it's so crucial there with how tight the racing is. So um, I think 
Supernats is his home turf, um, and he's going to defend it. So that's like that's it. kind of my my guess on that. Um, and again, you got to remember, you got to go back to twenty. You remember the year Rob twenty fourteen on the PCR. And, and he wasn't allowed the the license to race S1 that year. Uh, and so he raced KZ and was the top finishing American uh, in that year in the KZ category, finishing fifth. So mm-hmm. um, he's finished fifth. He's finished second, second, and then fifth uh, two years ago. And then unfortunately recording a DNF last year. So uh, I think he's going to bounce back because he's at the best that he's ever been going into the Super Nationals. I like it. That would be awesome. uh, and, then, and then rounding out my top five is uh, Neil Strager. Uh Nate kind of, I think you hit on him already. Uh, he was the KZ2 uh, World Cup winner uh, this year, uh, racing on the Marinello cart. So um, I think, again, success over in Europe is going to translate over here. We've seen it before. We've seen it happen many times. And that's uh, that's what makes up my top five. So 11 different drivers getting picked based on what I just checked out there. So 11 different guys. we got a lot of different ones in this one here. Yes. Uh, yeah, you like you like that, Dave? That makes you happy. I love it. I love the diversity. That that just shows how deep these fields are when when we have that many different drivers in the top five selection. Let's jump over and maybe talk to a bunch of a couple of drivers we didn't pick here. Um, there are obviously a, a number that we would expect. You know, we, we we've got the one American and AJ Myers, but again, I think I know I struggled looking at not picking Kyle Wick coming off the win uh at the uh the rock vegas event where he yeah. and danny formal went you know hammer and tong back and forth at each other you know kyle looks like he's in a really good place right now as well and let's let's be honest he's at the best that he's ever been coming yeah. into this race weekend ever know? yeah and he's beaten aj myers two out of the two times that he went over to the usbks and and so it i kind of struggled with that that was that was where i went back and forth i was like myers Wick Myers Wick, and I think I think Myers just is a, is going to be a little bit better at the temporary circuit. I think you know Wick struggled a little bit, but they were just implementing the the new IAMI engine last year at Super Nationals. If you recall, last year's main event was wild, uh, had a big massive wreck, had red flag. There was I, I had no idea because I was on the racetrack. He had guys going over changing engines because they had uh, broken engines. Wick was one of them. Uh, Formal was, yep. was the other. In there too, so that's yeah. that's another name as well, too. Again, you know, a, a three-time winner. Can he elevate himself into being yep. tied as a four-time winner at the Super Nationals? What about uh, who else did I have down here? That I just there was one. Oh, listen, we haven't talked about Martin Kremers yet. Literally, I, well, I, I have, picked, but yeah, but I mean, as a pick, <laughs> <laughs> I selected a couple of PSL Burrell drivers, uh, but I didn't. I didn't go with, with Martin. I, I, again, what is is it? What's the mindset going into a weekend like this when all the European drivers are coming over, the factory drivers are coming over? You know, Marion did that. He's a world champion. He's been racing here for the last couple of years, kind of getting settled in, working with PSL karting. What does it take for a driver, you know, to, to find to, to get back to that world championship edge? It's not that you don't have that here in the U.S., but we, we talk about this, David, in a lot of our podcasts where uh, the last USPKS debrief, right? They didn't have a lot of drivers in the in the KZ category. KZ drivers don't race that much. Over in, yeah. over here in the U.S. As, as much as they do and test and how they really commit to it in in, in Europe. So again, for me, it'll be whether or not Kremers can like dial it up another notch to battle it out against the guys that are under the tent with him. Nate, uh, pick out some names that we haven't mentioned. I know you kind of ran through a couple of the American drivers that weren't on our list, but who else are you looking at? 
Yeah. Um, one notable mention, Gavin Bailiff. Don't know how competitive he'll be because he's been kind of starting that shifter car program for himself and Trinity Karting Group, but he'll be at the Super Nationals. Giorgio Emanuel Carrera for International Motorsports has been pretty strong uh, here and there for his events. Haven't talked a lot about Danny Formal with Rolls and Performance Group with him getting one of the first shifter wins for OTK in a very long time in Orlando this season. Jacob Gulick, uh, Kyle Wicks, GFC karting teammate, has shown signs of being one of the best drivers in American karting when it comes to shifter carts uh, throughout 2023. Just scrolling down, Billy Musgrave with factory carts, him getting that win in Orlando at Scusa. A lot more difficult field than what we had in Orlando and Scusa with all the world champions, but he'll definitely be in the top 10 fight. And another PSL guy of Hunter Pickett, who had a pretty strong run in 2022, should be interesting what the Burrell Art Pilot has in store. He was top five at the Rock Vegas events. He's already got a, street, uh, a temporary circuit race under, under his belt. And for Billy Musgrave on the factory card, I just I love the story. I think we all love the American made story and what they've been able to do, but he's been learning that KZ, right? He's been, he was, he was so much into the stock Hondas, stock motos, and then was all in on the 175 was the kind of the last guy to hold on to that 175 to the very end. But now it's moved to KZ. And the more he learns about that KZ, the better it's going to be. Anytime you come to the super nationals on a temp circuit, you know, Musgrave is going to be good. So this could be a good opportunity for him to be the best he's been on the year. Having learned that KZ. Yeah. He's got to bounce back from two DNFs at the yeah. super nationals. So Hannah Greenmeyer coming in as well, right? She was top 10 last year. Hannah was running with M squared karting. Uh, been running the F4 car all year long. So I think she'll be one to watch. A Canadian driver, Josh Conker, running for the Vermont Kart Company on the Marinello. The Marinello crew is going to have a, a good group of drivers here. Uh, across board, Joe Rook. A bunch of drivers in Masters as well, of course, with Justin Tiffany Kelly. So a number of drivers for Vermont Karting Company on the Marinello. But Josh Conker, one of the top shifter car drivers in Canada, was a top 20 driver last year too. So if he moves his way up into the top 15, I think he'll be pretty happy with that. David, yeah, and- uh, you know, D- Davide Afore, uh, we talked about him in Master Shifter. He's going to double dip and run Pro Shifter as well, too. Uh, so he helps bring the uh, the total of world champions uh, in the field to three yeah. as a uh, four-time world champion in single speed competition, uh, a one-time in Gearbox, and then now a KZ2 Master world champion in uh, 2023. I'll wrap up with this one because we're talking about the 26th event uh, where are we here right now? There he is right there. So I mentioned Michael Valiente already, right? Talking about the fact that he won, what, three, David? Three races at the start? Yes, three. Formula Correct. C. They used to have a Formula C category, which is essentially the uh, late 90s version of the ICC, or the KZ, rather. So the Formula C power plant, uh, you know, purpose-built. Michael Valiente won a bunch of races there. Italian Motors was very strong over the initial years of the Super Nationals. His son, Massimo Valiente, running this year. So the second-generation driver, 15 years of age, 26 years down from the years that his dad was, like, right there in top and karting before moving, of course, through the Atlantic program, almost IndyCar, and then, of course, into uh, a great uh, ALMS career. Uh, I like to see the second-generation Valiente there. I think that's fantastic. Well, not to mention uh, Carter McGregor. So Don McGregor's son. So they're they're And they're both racing. And they're both racing. So – so McGregor is racing. So Don McGregor, the dad, is racing Master Shifter. His son is racing uh, in the in the Pro Shifter category. So that that's a cool story to kind of follow along. So Agreed. it's crazy. Yeah, 15 years ago. Again, I shoot, I was already at the Supernets. <laughs> right. They weren't even born yet. 
All right, folks, that wraps things up. I think we're pretty happy. We Listen, at least for this year, we're not on the same play, page in terms of predictions. It is a wider prediction run. Nate didn't use the randomizer. He actually dug in and did some research, and we could get our ass kicked if things play out the way because the way, he's picked, he's made some really good picks there. I think this is going to be – I think we're going to be battling back and forth in each other every day depending on who's fast. Well, it's like the Supernauts when you're racing. The first time you go there, you're a little jitterish. You're not quite sure what to expect. I think Nate, that was Nate's kind of mindset <laughs> going into the predictions last year. Now he's had a full year of not only knowing what's going on in the world, but like he said, he did the research – He's actually looking up how to pronounce names. I've never done that in my 19 career. No, I know career. you haven't. I've never done that because I only care about how it's spelled. I don't care how, how you say it. I just <laughs> want to spell it correctly. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think Nate's going to give me a run. I don't think, Rob, you're going to give me much of a run. Why am I getting thrashed already? This is bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not driving, so it's a great thing. We don't have the over-under of where you're going to finish this year. So we have to, I am about and forever will be a top 20 finisher at the super nationals. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to being in the booth this year alongside my boy, Mike Smith. Of course I have, I've had a chance to do a couple of uh, Rotax U S trophy finals with Henry Baudet. Thrilled to have the three of us. I'm sure Xander Clements is going to be coming into the booth, although he's kind of running the whole program. It's a big weekend for the, the, the guys from cart chaser and all the coverage there. So uh, I'm looking forward to being back in the booth, a little pressure off of me. I don't have to get up at five 30 in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. Like I did every uh, day last year to be, to be ready for the the morning sessions. It'll take a lot of pressure off stress wise, but all in all, I'm looking forward to it, guys. I think it's going to be a fun weekend. We're going to knock in a bunch of coverage. Uh, it is just going to be a really, really solid 26 running. Now a little bit more travel this year. We're going to drive from the hotel to the uh, the track every day and back. But we know we've got some food options. We've already got knocked out, so it's going to be a good week. It's going to be more bonding time with us and Nate. There right, you Nate? go. <laughs> It's like, oh God. I get the car okay. Aside from the bond, hold on. Aside from the bonding time, Nate, what what is the what's what's kind of the one or a couple things that you're looking forward to aside from the racing and the bonding and, and, and the great meals we're gonna have? What's what, what are you looking forward to for this supernats? If we're close to the Air Force base and all the planes, Dude, you have no idea how crazy awesome. it is. It's an air show. Yeah. It was when we're taking pictures on track, it will be me here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you'll oh, be up. <laughs> you will be. <laughs> Trust me, everybody in the grandstands does the same thing. Everybody was doing yeah. it. I mean, I, I, great, great nod to it by uh, Chris Ortenberg in the in the event poster, putting the fighter jets in the actual poster, yeah. going back to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And then if you look closer, there's an homage to the Rio as well, too. Um, so Nate, or Nate, Chris is just amazing at what he how he can – put that stuff down yeah. into artwork. And it's just, I, again, I still have to get every single poster and put it up in my, in my office. Agreed. Agreed. All right, folks, that wraps things up from our second uh, uh, episode here, the second installment of our outlap for this year's Supercarts USA Super Nationals. We are done here. This, of course, will be available in podcast form as well. If you don't want to watch on YouTube, you're cruising, maybe drive into the race. Perfect opportunity to either open the laptop and watch the show or just stream it on the ECAN radio network through the downloadable app or on either of the links uh, of course, on the website as well, ecardinews.com slash radio or ecardinews.com and then the, uh, the, the podcast as well. We'll have the live coverage coming throughout the weekend. The streaming audio, we'll do that. If you, if you can't pick up the Cart Chaser broadcast, you'll be able to listen to the live audio. Otherwise, we're going to have social media coverage, uh, website coverage, a lot of stuff coming throughout the entire week. David, I know you got a content plan lined up. This is uh, We'll be busy from start to finish, that's for sure. Yeah, looking forward. Get I'll, we'll be getting me and Nate will be getting in there uh, late Tuesday. You'll be already there uh, on the ground running throughout the paddock before action begins on Wednesday. But that 
that Wednesday morning. I know it's going to be an early wake up call, but that's, I want to be there to see the carts roll out. That's my favorite part of the week. And then, uh, and then seeing the main events on Sunday. So looking forward to it. And you cross your fingers that everybody goes out the very, very first session realizes how cold it is, how dirty it is and how their tires are dirty. Don't drive into the fence. Waving right. yellow flags. I don't care. Just make it through. <laughs> Nate, any other final words, bud? You good to go? Yeah. Hopefully not as cold and windy as last year. Wear your, wear your underwear. You're from, you're from Minnesota. Put, put on your long johns. I'm bringing my angry shirt. can't do the cold. <laughs> you can't do the cold. All right, folks, that wraps things up. As we said, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it again. Looking forward to all the live coverage that we'll start rolling out. As David mentioned, I'll be there uh, Monday night, late Monday night. So I'll roll onto the track into the into the uh, the uh, the venue on Tuesday to provide. Uh, we'll get the paddock insider started. I'll do a bunch of photos. We'll get some video. Maybe we'll do a live walk around the the paddock as well. Everything will kick off on Tuesday and all the way through to Super Sunday. We'll wrap things up, of course, after that with the debrief, and we'll call. The 26th running of the Supercarts USA Super Nationals done. Thank you so much for tuning in here to the EKN YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed yet, do us a favor. Click that subscribe button. We would love you to do that. Lots more content coming through the rest of 2023 and throughout 2024. On behalf of Nate and David, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.